Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas to all the weirdos tuning in on this week's episode of Me You Music. Unfortunately, on ho, this ho, ho, one, uh, ho, ho, ho. Unfortunately, on this episode, nobody is going to be joining us this week because A, it's Christmas, and B, our guest, unfortunately, is not able to join us at this time. So, me and Tom are just later in Jan. A- later in Jan. Later in Jan. That's all good. We got loads of people lined up already. So we oh, have too many, too many, yeah, but eh, not too many. Just just a matter of oh, over time. thirty now, mate. Over thirty is pretty good. It, it's very good. It just means that it's going to be a lot of time working on the show, getting the community together, and yeah, yeah, yeah. discussing a lot of musical things. This week we thought we'd just have a quick chat from me and Tom, just connecting with everyone and to. Yeah, just wish everyone a good Christmas and New Year because we might not be able to get another podcast out until January now. So this may be the last episode. You say we might, but we won't. Yeah, we probably won't. We definitely probably won't be able to get guests on New Year's, are we? Uh, you don't know that. You don't know that. You just decided that it was, no, no, we're going to have New Year's off. <laughs> I would personally like new year's off yeah uh, <laughs> unfortunately i'm actually working new year's eve for my other job Oof. um Oof, yeah savage. i know i know that's probably the first time in my life where i've actually accepted the fate that i will work in new year's i swear you, you did that back in home bargains days i swear you did some dirty bullshit nah. with that fucking job no nah, they did nah. they did they did try and get me to but mm. um mm. So. Undis- undisclaimed I was too fucked up and I had warned <laughs> them that I was going to be and I told them for far in advance that I'm not coming in for that whole week and they're like yeah you are you have to so no I don't <laughs> no, no matter you're a manager what, you, you, you you're cannot a manager. Convince get it me. together you have to you're the manager it's like yeah close the shop it's new year's guys and then i they, i remember like i went to bed at like 9 a.m on the day and i, I got calls from them at that time i was like no nah. yeah and just went Fancy. to sleep and then yeah. I, I i didn't even call them back i showed up like three days later and then i've worked like i've worked christmas eves new year's eves yeah man i worked more I've done awful, Christmas man. Eves. I've done Christmas Eves. Yeah, yeah. I think I've done. Yeah, yeah. I would. Day. I would work Christmas Day if the money was there. Fuck yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, Christmas Day. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, for me. Yeah. Uh, personally, it. I understand if you want it off as a day for family. However, yeah. New Year's is one of the days for me which I personally like to have off. There's yeah. like two days in the year I like to have off. Actually, three. I like the day after Halloween because I like to do dress up okay. parties. I like my birthday. Mm-hmm. Because I, that's generally where I'll take a week off to go for a travel. And I like yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I like New Year's. Um, and it's a bit different that I'm um, getting used to like how the holidays work in New Zealand compared to England. Because it's also mm. the height of summer at this period. So from mm. like Christmas through to about 7th of Jan is the like warmest part of the year. And so that's okay. generally where the whole country shuts down and everyone goes on holiday oh. at the same time, which is really funny. Right, right, right. And everyone from where I'm at will go north. So this whole city is going to be empty for the next couple of weeks. So generally, okay. it doesn't actually make sense to operate business anyway, because there's 
few people around to even sell products to. Um, hmm. So it's, it, it is a bit of a different structure, whereas in England, people kind of just take holidays when they feel like it or they'll take hmm. it around. Like, because we kind of like got set holidays in England, if that makes sense. You know, you kind of no, it's, a, it's, 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 it's definitely not set set, but people do like to keep to like, oh, I want to go on holiday in this time. I want to go holiday. Yeah. It kind of makes no sense to go on holiday in the summer to a sunny spot to me. Well, yeah, because in the UK, people want to go for festivals more and the festival season will be in the summer. So a lot of people want to, mm. yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but take time do off away in the summer, don't they? They do, yeah. Because like, yeah. of summer holidays and shit, so. Yeah. So this is like the summer holidays for us. Um, I'm working through it this year, but that's all right. I'm, I'm going to take some time off next year instead. Um, yeah. Because I want to like focus on getting back into uh, creating my own music again. Um, and mm-hmm. this is actually a really cool thing, which is quite musical. I don't know if I've told you or not, or if you've seen this. You know Muse Score, the software for scoring, mm-hmm. but music notation. So yep. they've did a big update recently from Muse Score three to four, and mm-hmm. for one, you can now add your own VST plugins into it rather than having to use that old sound bank, which sounded terrible. Mm-hmm. But the ease of Muse Score compares to Sibelius or Dorica or whatnot. Yeah, 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 yeah. So fast well, to what write. We were told about wasn't. It? Sebelius yeah. was like all about college and that so yeah but Sebelius is very slow and unresponsive and just they don't put much work into it these days whereas because musical is kind of open platform open source there's a lot of like collaboration with people just helping yeah. out which is wonderful and so they've updated their own sound banks as well so if you if you update the software you get an incredibly great sounding orchestra out of the box compared to having to pay hundreds for note performer to use survey as well. Um, yeah. And like I said, you can bring your own VSTs in. So if you've, you know, paid for one of the BBC orchestra packs or you've got East West sounds, or you've got a contact playlist of orchestras, you can yeah. input yeah. them. And you can also now even put, effects on your channels you can add reverb you can add whatever ones you've got which is a huge update for them because before it just (laughs) sounded terrible (laughs) like it was so wonderful to use it because of how efficient it was and if you're i i personally prefer to like see when i'm writing i like to just see how the melody goes i like the structure of it it makes it easier for me to write and that just like being able to actually now hear it sounding more professional and get a good mm. idea of how it's actually meant to sound if it was like live mm. that's a wonderful update so that's going to um, get me back into it was um aziz using new score as well nah aziz is crazy he uh, used sebelius and he uses no performer uh, with it and he's the one which got me to download it and try it and after (laughs) i I was like all right i'm I'm gonna put a few weeks into this to really try it (laughs) and it was so (laughs) just sluggish it was so much more confusing (laughs) you have to learn every hotkey 
Otherwise, it's just completely inefficient. It, mm. Nothing nothing about it makes sense as to why you would use it now. Because it seems I so... I think outdated. it just makes... Like, if, 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 if you've if you've been using it like consistently um you do get used to the software you use yeah and then it just you you shouldn't get stuck in things though like yeah you should always try other stuff like you did like you you tried you tried sibelius you know you gave it a whirl and it wasn't yeah wasn't for you so like there's one thing that i would love which dorico has to offer and with dorico no Dorico. idea what this is. <laughs> so Dorico is just like another school writer, just like Sibelius yeah, yeah. or, or musical. Dorico have a DAW, a door, called Cubase. Okay. Okay. Now it's the only door integration where you can you can write this score and then have that playback in your door and have it like wave some web samples. And actually Okay, well you, you can do stuff like that, like with yeah okay you, you could take midi from like you can take the know, midi from one and, and then, then put it in the other but this and one then sometimes you, can, you know this yeah. one the edit you do in dorico will instantly appear in cubase it's integrated no, I, 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 one yeah, yeah I, I was getting i was sort of getting at the point of like you can do this it's just more difficult like if you're taking midi from another mm-hmm. source and putting it into the door you've got a lot like more of a chance of it going I don't know where I put these notes. And yeah, just, it, 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 it kind yeah. of bugs out and yeah, the timing yeah, lot, yeah. of the notes isn't the flow that you're actually getting from your your score editor. Whereas mm. like, if I pop my MIDI from Musical to Reaper, it's going to sound yeah. pretty bad. I basically just have to rewrite it in Reaper. However... Yeah, but it if, gives you a base. It gives you a base. It does give me a base. So what I used to do is I would write a short melody in MuseScore and move that over to Reaper. Yeah. And generally a short melody or something, that in itself was easy enough to move because I could just do a small yeah. edit. And then I would expand it in Reaper rather than the whole track because I tried doing whole tracks over and it just yeah. wasn't going to happen. It just wasn't happening. Yeah. But that that's like where the technology now is really progressing and it's actually becoming available for everyone it's no longer you have to pay huge sums because dorico is along with cubase going to set you back thousands of dollars whereas musical is completely free you know dorico is more expensive than sibelius it's basically the most expensive one I guess because it's integrated as well. Like if it's really, yeah. you know, if it's up to date, like it's it, that. That's kind of your like industry standards of like, mm-hmm. it, if you're gonna be writing score shit and just trying to chuck it into a DAW, you need this Dorico, really, don't you? Like, well, D- Dorico definitely has taken the lead over Sibelius now in score editing, right? Because Sibelius is just outdated. It's kind of like Pro Tools, where they just don't really put much effort into it, and they're just kind of milking okay. it out as long as possible. I don't think I don't know if uh, I mean you just said people don't like they, Pro Tools aren't putting stuff into it. I wouldn't say that. I mean, people well, I'd say that Pro the Tools pretty. Pro Tools, I still love because we we were taught Pro Tools in college, right? And so I love the look of Pro Tools more than anything. But there's more functionality in Reaper, which is free, than in Pro Tools. See, I don't, I just can't get along with it, man. I've just never gotten along with those. Like, I guess 
don't know. You do get used when to I le- when I learned to. one. When I learned one, I just didn't want to learn anymore. I was a bit like, this is just ridiculous. And like, I know you can get like, you can get like skins for making it look the same, but it just, it just got stupid where it was like, oh, try Studio One, try Reaper, try this, try that. Oh, fuck yeah. me, right? How yeah, many more do you want it, to It does out? also, it does depend on what kind of music you want. Like Reaper and Pro Tools are actually very similar because they're really good for recording. Um, yeah. If you were like into electronic music, it's not that efficient. You probably want to go with Logic yeah. or Ableton. Um, so that, you know, so they, they Studio do One is meant to be really good for electronic as well. Studio One. I haven't actually the looked at the student one. Best free electronic one, trust me. Like, you ask Roland. Is it, it? is it is it free as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I believe one. Studio One's free, yeah. yeah. I should take a look at that. That sounds good. I think so, man. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember that was something Adam was going on about when we were at the uh, last like, H- HMC kind of years and stuff. He was right. just like, mate, you got to try Studio One. you got to try it, mate. There's one problem I found with Reaper, which for like if you wanted to do electronica stuff, because um, mm. Reaper, I use the Pro Tools skin because I'm just using yeah. the look of Pro Tools. And mm. when you draw velocity lines for volume or effects, whatever you want to do, you can't do like the curved drawings tools like you get on some of the others. You have to okay. do basically each one individual it's just going to go very very linear Line up. Yeah. yeah yeah so you can't get a nice curve if that's what you're trying to achieve no. so i used okay. to spend probably more time adjusting individual velocities than writing mm. music you know so music yeah yeah <laughs> no, that was, yeah that was that was what was killing me about like trying to trying to like write drums at one point just to get like like i'd write a really fucking weird riff and then i'd just be like i can't drum to this like i can't even drum to this let alone write something to this what the fuck am i trying to do like who am i yeah i'm like i'm actually so happy that that's just being released as an update for music yeah. in the new year um I wonder, like, because Reaper as well is completely open source. It's just like a community thing. It's whoever yeah. wants to add to it can. And I love that more than just, like, relying on a company. So if you need help in Reaper, you go to the forums and ask people. Whereas if you need help yeah. with Pro Tools, you got to go to the company and yeah. have a bit of back and forth and hope it gets resolved. So there's actually, like, less effort if you've got a problem with mm-hmm. Reaper um so that's why i mm. personally prefer it um but yeah like i said as well if you're going for a particular style of music you can have to find that particular door which is good for it um yeah i don't actually know like if i was doing more classical what would actually be the best door for that um i guess you'd probably be good off asking someone that uses that kind of thing like yeah. i mean I I don't really think a DAW makes a difference. I think like, like it, on... it doesn't work flow and like how efficient think, it is for for time. I think it would make a difference if you were like recording a live one, maybe. Mm. By what you're saying, it's like you know the recording of stuff from one on you know uh, Reaper and Pro Tools is better than others 
but I don't know. I think you'd mm. be hard done by finding people that don't use everything on everything. Like yeah, it's true. People yeah, make electronic music preference. on. But no, but people make electronic music on you know, Reaper and Pro Tools that would still make metal music on Reaper and Pro Tools because it's what they do. Yeah, what's that you know, really old old software? Uh, Audacity, you know, people make great music on Audacity still. So it, it's yeah. it's really about what you what you do, how you do it. Yeah, you know, you got, uh, you'd you have got, to put a lot of time into working with Audacity though, but. Yes, it can happen. Well, that's you, though. That's what, you're, that's what you think from this perspective. I think if we started there, you never know, right? It's yeah. just weird. It's an interesting sure. one. I do want in my new project, I'm going to do a lot more recording. Um, Now that I've got some new instruments, uh, yeah. I'm kind of, I'm starting to pick up the violin a bit more and actually... Oh, no. Yeah, yeah screeching I know. It's... down the town. It's actually not that bad. It was at first, <laughs> but the cello yeah. has helped me get the fundamentals of string playing. Yeah. Um, yeah. but you the violin is more of the fraction. Yeah, but like it helps with the bow for sure. Um, mm. but the finger placement for violin, it was very tricky at no. first. I'm not using any tape, no. I'm just doing it all by ear. But I've kind of got the gist of it at this point. Um, it's kind so, of ear and feel, isn't it? Because you've, you've, you know, you've got to find your spot. I think that's it. I think you get to a point because I've noticed this with the cello that rather than like you're not really just going for the finger placement, but you're feeling the tension of the string, and you can kind of mm. feel that note by how much tension there is in the string. Um, yeah, yeah, get used to it, don't you? You do. You get kind of tuned in with it. Um, the so muscle that... memory, but it's like, yeah, yeah, and that brings me to this. This is my, this is my Christmas gift to myself because Santa didn't give me one. Um, You're so, so I did happy get... with yourself, aren't you? Yeah, because I got a new cello bow. I was so happy. Look at you getting um... so close to the mic, just like look at me. Look I at got me. a new cello bow. I got a new cello bow. It's amazing. Yeah, it, it just makes a world of difference having a good bow, you know. Um, and I sat in the store yeah. for like an hour just playing their cello, basically till I could tell they were fed up with me. Um, <laughs> that was probably from the second you got in. <laughs> nah, the guy was actually really cool. Nah, nah, he was he was he was a cool one, man. Some some music yeah. stores you just get a vibe instantly. Like they don't want me playing all these instruments. But, yeah, but fuck it yeah fuck it i'm gonna anyway yeah. and th this guy <laughs> he was like yeah have a go on the cello bro you just enjoy yourself have fun let me know yeah. how you get on i was like yes nice yeah. one bro um and yeah so after quite a while i get, i i was like no what i also want a new cello that was a beautiful cello playing that um mm. but that that'll be in the new year i'll get an upgrade yeah um and yeah, I was sitting there playing the piano after for a while as well. Just like, oh god, imagine having your own piano. <laughs> Every household needs that piano, man. It just ties everything together. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen any other music news recently? I haven't actually listened to much music this week. I don't know what's new. Um, oh, I listen to all sorts of stuff, man. I don't know. 
overlook for me. Right? I only have like a weekly thing, but um, ah, uh, so you know my cousin Hatsu, who was on the show. Yeah, so he uh, yeah. was messaging me this morning um, saying, you know, Merry Christmas. And he said that last night he went to some carols with, I think it was the London Symphony Orchestra at the Royal Albert Hall. If I'm, if I'm random. It's random, but it's nice. I went to some carols over here last night. It was a bit, I've never done that before, but it was a nice time. And... Um, yeah, he was saying that he actually really wants to pick up an instrument now and start learning because he'd love to be able to play with others. So that'd be a cool new venture. Nice. nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've just realised I was listening to the Pale Faces album from this year, which is pretty solid. Mm. Quite mm. a lot. That's um, a fucking good one. Um, uh, what was the other one from this year? Uh, Polyphia's fucking new albums from this year as well. Remember that, uh, you will die. Yeah, that was so such a bizarre album, but I actually loved yeah. it. Um, there's so the many features on it, man. So much, so many collaborations. Let's, yeah. I'm actually gonna get this one. Uh, I love the one with Chino Marino in it from Deftones. I haven't that heard that yet, but I just I just looked through that and it's just crazy. Yeah, I thought that um, was a great song. That first intro one with brass tracks is great. I wasn't the biggest fan okay, of I Playing got... God. Um... Playing God's ridiculous, get out. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, all right, so when it was released as a single, the ABC track featuring Sophia Black, I wasn't into. Then I heard it okay. as part of the album and I was like, you know what? It actually works so well. Like it it's flaps, so it? different, yeah. but it's yeah. it makes sense in that album, and it's solid. Yeah. The whole thing is solid. Yeah. So it is a good right. album. Uh, and then finishing two, off two with bands. Steve Vai. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that track. I was a big man. I didn't that, like though. that track. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just the fact they got him on just as a collab. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's ridiculous. Like the, the, <laughs> the, the, the swagger is insane. The swagger is insane. Fair play. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, there's two bands you need to check out from this year, though. Um, band called Stake. S T A K E. Oh yeah. Um. Their 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 album was just insane. Uh. What was that? It's called Love, Death, and Decay. And then, uh, you get that? Or yeah, I'm writing it down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was just that's what I'm asking. Yeah, another one called uh, Awake in Ruins is the band, and their album's Half Life. Is that Awake like and or in? In in. Nice. All right, I'll check in and look at them in a week. Yeah, highly recommend those. There's quite a few others, but I'm just... I, um, what was it? May Contain Metal podcast was where I got those those couple from. Well, no, at least, at least Steak, I think, Awaken Ruins as well. But they did oh, yeah. like a 45, 45 of the year. So. Who, who runs that? 
I can't remember it like off the top of my head, but me and me and a couple of the guys have been chatting like you know on their channel, and then I think it was me and one one of them, Chris, maybe. There's too many people in this world, man. There's too many names to remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty bad at that actually. Yeah, <laughs> I know you're bad at that. You'd forget yeah. mine if I didn't. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. That's like the one thing I've always had a problem with is remembering people's names. I, uh, I, fuck names. I feel like it's got better, but I could just be trying to lie to myself and hope it gets kid better. It, yeah. yeah, just yeah. like if I fake it till I make it, one day I'm just going to remember everyone's name. I'll put that effort like as well, you know? Like, I'll meet someone. They'll say, oh, yeah, my name is John. I'll be like, right, John. I know this John from here. John, 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 John. This person is John. I'll go make... His name drink. is John Claude. I'll come back and fuck, what was his name? <laughs> how, how is it possible that I forgot it already? And it could be the most <laughs> easy fucking name. I'll put all this... Um, I'll connect it with all these different things. It's like, okay, that is this John, right? I, I will remember John. I know John because of John the Builder, and this is John because of that John. Blah, blah, whatever. I come back. This is John John. Just, uh, fuck, who's this guy? <laughs> uh, John's gone. Gone John. Yeah. I also have hey, this kind of like. Gone John Silver. Yeah, I'm quite like, at least for the most part, once I really learn a musician, especially, I'll remember that. Like, I can associate people with their music. And that can yeah. Kind of help. Yeah, 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 yeah. The art styles, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that for me is a, a good way to associate people with. If I know their their sound, their song, then I can like. I. Yeah, I can't get you. Yeah, because like everyone's also got their own like unique sound, you know. Like you hear a new track from, let's say, an artist you know. A lot of the times, you'll know it's them. I, I know what you're saying, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, there's a lot of interesting stuff going with that. Like, I started, I, I, Beth got me into the last two Plotting You albums, which is really random, okay? But they were like a deathcore band, like, 11 years ago, right? But now it's like uh newer architects and newer bring me have had like a baby and made something weird it's yeah it's really interesting That's it's nice. really good though like yeah mm-hmm. gotta give them gotta give them props for those last couple of albums that last album i think was written by one dude by the by the looks of the credits and stuff so there's a couple which i'm surprised i didn't recognize there was where you sent me shush like two weeks ago i didn't recognize that was luke griffin it was such a different style that I had, yeah. it, I didn't even think about who it was. I just didn't. But it's his it. vocals, though. You know, as soon as you it know is, it, yeah. As soon like, as oh, you yeah. know it, it's like, oh, it's obvious. How did I not get that? Of course. Um, yeah. <laughs> but before, I didn't even think about it. I was like, oh, that just sounds yeah. awesome. And then the other one, which yeah. I find it really strange, is how I didn't realize that that was Jakob Zaiteki in Disperse. That I listened to so much of his solo material. And I listened to it all the disperse. I didn't put one of them together. I just thought they were just completely separate. Which is hilarious. Well, Jakob, 
Jakob grew up a lot through Disperse. Like he was like seventeen playing Disperse stuff over over in the UK, I swear. Right. Um, and then may, maybe eighteen. I'm not sure. Yeah, seventeen, eighteen. And uh, they'd already released like what I would consider as a better prog album than fucking anything Dream Theater's ever done. Mm. But like you know, that's that's just me. Like, um, but then they they did that sort of Dream Theater prog album. They moved on from that to a bit more of a musical album, and then Jakob did his first album, and then Disperse's last album came out, and Jakob's carried on like you know doing his yeah. thing. I I don't like compare um, one and the other, but I you know I'm not a Dream Theater fan. I tried listening to some mm. i can i couldn't really get into it it's more of that symphonic operatic kind of metal very um glam in a way very big yeah. in every sense big yeah yeah and um, it's, it's uh, not my the... oh. but virtuoso kind of pointlessly in in some in some cases like it's yeah. just very just very in your face it's very pro it is it's you know, it's yeah. you know, throwing prog at you like there's no no tomorrow. I know this is kind of ironic coming from you know a couple of guys who set up a free noise project back in the day, but sometimes, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> noodling too much on a guitar can just be a bit too much, you know. Like, I like some grounding, some stability. Yeah. And something like a, a, a stability, a, yeah, stability. Like, a, yeah. Like I said, ironic, but something <laughs> where it, it it gives you a foundation on which the textures are built off on, rather than uh, just a stability. constant noodle. Yeah, no, uh, no, like, no, it's no, not no. the same our, our for us because we're yeah, making free noise live, you know. But if you're actually gonna yeah. seriously sit down and write tracks, and it's just a constant, it's like, oh fuck, like. What's the track? Yeah. I can't even remember it because there's so much going on. Well, Liquid Tension Experiment was good. Mm. That's true. I, I, I did that, actually like, you know, Chris and Kevin's excellent adventure. Amazing. Bass and drums and a whistle. That's all you need. Mm. I know that this is very yeah, different, but you've got like that minimalist music as well, like Brian Eno. So very different style. But all like yeah, in, in that kind of crowd, and it doesn't really have that, like, um, a melody put down to give it that recognizable sound. It's the distinction well, in that which yeah. you know is just through the atmosphere. So you can create, you know, well, I mean, recognizable the, like, the original contradictory ways. term stuff was that, like, that. That's what I was aiming at. Was just. Fucking, here's a guitar in a room, and then it was like, oh, I'll add, I'll add some you into it, and I'll add a couple others into it. Like a, a lot of yeah. that early stuff that was quite slow, you know, it was, uh, it had some nice repetition, and it, it was recognizable because it wasn't just madness, just constant. You know, that's, um, and that's what I enjoy. You know, something which brings a sense of familiarity. It's kind of like going back to metal with like the new Viljada album, the last one where they were bringing parts of the old Macedon under Vatten into the new album and as soon as I heard their moments I was like, oh wow, you know, like they're reinventing something I'm already familiar with. 
reinventing in incredible form as well. Like mm. it just was like some of those like slightly slowed down, slightly detuned, like yeah, you know, it's just all sorts of crazy shit. It was so good. Yeah. It was. It was. was. And it was just so was enjoyable good. hearing them themes come back. Same with the new Mitchich yeah. album as well. Bringing themes from all okay, of the yeah. other bylos into it. And he actually brought part yeah. of like who bit the moon into it. So you you hear this like collaboration of all his ideas into one. And it gives you a sense of familiarity, but also new. The sense of newness. It's kind of like a familiarity, but also a closure on that mm. kind of thing. Maybe. Mm. I'm not sure. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it kind of feels like that. Maybe that is his last Bilo project. Maybe he's going to do one more finale. Um, right. I mean, it, maybe that's just the finale of those, like the Bilo, you know. Yeah, the Bilo the series. Yeah, 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 maybe. Yeah, because yeah. it it was breathtaking. Um, it, but everyone, some... is, everyone is. Everything you're... he does is just. Listeners, you're breathtaking. <laughs> <laughs> you're just, I'm, I'm closing this down. I'll see you later, mate. That's the end. Yeah, of that's the. That's yeah. Okay, so oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, savage no it's good it's good it's, uh, mm. yeah but that yeah Whoever's that album enjoy it. was heartbreaking and heart fulfilling at the same time that's yeah, yeah i think i'm gonna end the year I, saying that is my album of the year i don't think it's yeah. gonna be topped in the next six days <laughs> someone surprised yeah. me someone surprised me we got six days let's you, do it are you releasing this podcast today? But otherwise, I don't have time to surprise you. I'll see what time I get back. Um, Just chuck it on, bro. Just chuck it on before you leave. It's fine. I have to leave uh, very soon. Um, yeah. Just chuck it on. Let's go. See you later. Unfortunately, it takes a little. It takes a while to upload. I don't have time for that yet. But I'll try and do it tonight. If not, it'll be up for Boxing Day. And on that note, thank you all for joining me and Tom today on this wonderful podcast. If you are not already part of the Me You Weirdos Facebook group and you are someone who loves to create and share your creations, then please come and join us because we would love to listen and see what you are making. So right, all so links will be found. The things that people do, the things that people do is that like, subscribe, all that button click like the bell subscribe the hit the bell but we don't have a bell actually we do it's on our youtube ah, however ah, we're more active on the facebook me you weirdos music group where we will share and you know discuss musical ideas ideas and projects so if you want to be a part of that come be a weirdo with us and join the community all right everyone have a wonderful Christmas. If we do not see you before, have a lovely new year. To all the wonderful new music that 2023 is going to bring us. Yeah. All right. Namaste. Peace.